0: Today's Mesila Isharim was dedicated Le'ilui <coughs> Nishmat Avraham Meir Ben Svi in the Zechut of the Limuda Torah de Rabbim, in the Zechut of the Tzedakah, the Nishama should have an Aliyah. We're holding over here in the middle of the topic, we actually began this topic yesterday, the topic of the motivation behind our Avoidus Hashem. So I think you're on page Kuflamid or Kuflamid Aleph in your books. And basically said that even if a person is doing Avoidus Hashem, to achieve with that Avoidus Hashem a certain perfection, which allows him to get to Olam Haba and to connect with Hashem and to get the Oneg, the pleasure of the Sechar and Olam Haba, even though it's not a bad kavona, but it's not the best. So what's the best? So this is where we're up to the middle of the paragraph. The proper motivation behind Avodas Hashem, which is found by the righteous ones, by the pious ones, that put a tremendous amount of effort to achieve this level. His sole motivation behind his service of Hashem is that the honor of Hashem in the world should become greater. You can only have such type of motivation if you acquire the Mida of love of Hashem. And he should desire the covet of Hashem. And he should be pained when the honor of Hashem is lessened. At that point, his avoider will be for this purpose. At least from his work the honor of Hashem will grow, Yit Aven he will also desire. Shekol Shar and the rest of humanity will be like this as well. and he will be pain. anach and he will groan. That other people are not fulfilling their purpose of bringing honor to Hashem. The cold chicane. He will also feel bad if he did not come to the proper state of bringing honor to Hashem because of an accident or an onus. Because human beings... Have ups and downs, and sometimes people sin. Okay? So, this is a very big subject, because this level is extremely high, where a person has no ulterior motives whatsoever. It's the epitome of selflessness, where there's no ego involved, there's no looking for your own pleasures, your own hanor, right? You're all about a higher purpose. You're all about kavod Hashem. That's an extremely, extremely high level. The human being, the way he's born, is the exact opposite. You see, children, when they're little, they're very egocentric, and the only thing they think about themselves. And human beings desire Hano, pleasure. All types of pleasure. Pleasure from Taivus Gufni. Pleasure from Kavod. Pleasure, from, pleasure from, from money. We only think about ourselves and how to get more pleasure. That's why it says in Chazal, it's actually in this week's parsha, that it says that Torah Adam ki amut beohel. Right? It's talking about if a person dies. But the Chazal Darshalit, En divre Torah mitkayemin, the words of Torah do not stay with a person, unless his name is atzmoy oleho, Meaning, a person has to be moser nefesh in order for Torah to be with him. What does that mean, moser nefesh? What's meant, moser nefesh? So, a nefesh, you know what nefesh means? Nefesh means your soul. But nefesh also comes from the lashon of ratzon, your will. <laughs> if it is your will, right? If it's your will, okay? So, your soul really means your will. So the average person, his will, the way he's born, ah, maslator, the average human being, when he's born, he's born with a complete razon. means his entire nefesh is filled with a desire and a will to take from this world as much as he can take for his own pleasure. Okay, that's how we are as people. So when we say you have to be Moser Nefesh for Torah, it means that you have to ultimately sacrifice your will and redirect your will from wanting things for yourself. And from now on, you only want things for Hashem. To bring honor to Hashem, to do Hashem's will, to serve Hashem. So the bottom, bottom, bottom level the way you're born, the way we are born, is we only want for ourselves. The ultimate level on the top is that we should only want for Hashem. That's a big work to get from the bottom of the ladder to the top of the ladder. You understand? We'll explain maybe later in the shmooze today how a person on our level could start approaching Torah if we're on the bottom of the ladder. But as far as this vod's concerned, we have to realize that there is a work that needs to be done today. We have to start becoming less selfish, less egocentric. We have to stop trying to fill our desire for pleasure to the fullest degree. <clears throat> and we live in a society... And with the help of technology, of course, it developed a certain attitude in society that says that I have to serve my will. Because my device was designed to serve my will. My device was designed to speak to my desires. To bring me everything that talks to my desires and to make it very accessible. Everything is accessible. My desires are very accessible and I can meet them quickly, instantly, intensely. That's what technology was there for. So we live in a generation that not only that there exists this technology, but the technology also developed a culture you understand now that's a deep problem because even a guy who doesn't have an iPhone or a smartphone who doesn't have the technology but he still lives in the world so since technology created a culture every single person is affected by the culture even if you don't necessarily have the technology it's not like the chat is that if you have a kosher phone you are free Of course, if you have a kosher phone, you are much safer because you're less influenced and less impacted in such an intense way. But it doesn't mean that you putter from the culture. And the culture is affecting us tremendously. And I'm just going to give you one mushal where the culture, we see the culture affecting us in marriage a lot. Because the Torah's perspective on getting married is what? it's not for your own self that's a Torah perspective everything in the Torah perspective is about living for a higher purpose someone else is in the picture everything is for a higher purpose Hashem for a higher purpose higher purpose what am I getting married for? In order to build a bayit ne'eman, a house which is truthful, to raise kids according to the way of the Torah. So it's a higher purpose. That's what the Torah, everything is a higher purpose. That means the very basic essence of Torah requires a Jewish person to be not selfish. And not to be egocentric and not to be a narcissist and to be giving and to be able to put other people's needs in front of yours that's the essence of Torah so as we stoop deeper and deeper and deeper into the culture which the culture is the exact opposite message and when it becomes a culture it becomes normal it becomes accepted it becomes even like so therefore, if I want to follow my desires, which is a total and complete abomination to Hashem, a total and complete abomination to Hashem, but it's choshiv to say that this is the way I am. And therefore, I have to be me. And I have to follow my desires and if these are my taivas, I have to be proud of them. I don't have to be ashamed of them. I don't have to put them in a closet. I can come out in the open. I can have rights for it. I can have hashivas for it. I even should get positions in government and other positions that I should have even a kadima over others in order to show that I have these rights. And then, this is a total abomination to Hashem. Because Hashem says that no, you have to live for a higher purpose. And part of living for a higher purpose means that sometimes you have to change yourself. That's what Brit Milah represents. Brit Milah represents that I am cutting a piece of myself. The aver HaTaiva, I'm cutting the aver HaTaiva for what? Because I'm saying that I have this for a higher purpose, not for myself. But my reality is different, because I was born with the urla. I wasn't born without it. What does that mean I was born with the Urla? My reality is for myself. That's how I'm born. The avoider is to cut it. That's avoid. That means I have to change. And then the other koichasanefesh that I have, there are I don't have to cut, there are I have to elevate. Torah tavlin. What does it mean, Torah tavlin? The Torah elevates. The Gemara says, it's also a drosh on a posseh in this week's parasha, that the Torah says that just like a nachal, a body of water, is made that when you go into that body of water, You go from Tameh to Tahor. So too, if someone immerses himself in the body of water of Torah, it elevates him from Tameh to Tahor. That means the purpose of life and learning is to grow and to elevate. By definition, grow and elevate means I'm no longer self-centered. I am now using my kochot HaNefesh for a higher purpose. That's what the whole Torah is about. So basically, the philosophy of our Torah is the polar opposite from the philosophy of the world we live today. So here's the problem. People want to be religious by following the Shulchan following the behaviors of the Torah, without wanting to accept the philosophy of the Torah. They want to live the philosophy of the culture, And try to follow the behaviors of the Torah, thinking that that's what it means being religious. But since the behavior has to fit with a philosophy, doesn't a behavior by itself, so then we run into a problem. So the first step, we try to make a pshura. You know what a pshura is? We try to work it out together. So we have kosher cruises, we have kosher restaurants, We can make Cancun kosher. We can do everything kosher. Everything kosher. Private pool. So you don't have to see the the, the preachers, right? The philosophy (laughs) of the Torah is not there. It's not there. The philosophy of the world is there. Now I have to fit with halacha. So I try to do things like that. It's still better than nothing. Don't get me wrong. But it's still... The philosophy will come to bite you at the end. Because at the end it won't hold. Because it's going to come to situations where they can't make it kosher. Lo And you want to live like the world. Lo And then it's coming up in Shalom Bayez. Because each person wants what they want for themselves. And their pleasures. And their hanor. And their demyoines. But the other one has different ones. So now we have a conflict of interest This is a big problem So when I was single I kind of worked it out a little bit Because I could choose my friends So if you're not in my program Or you're not serving my purpose sei You know what sei gesund means? Goodbye Charlie Even in my own yeshiva If I can't really find my group My yeshiva I also have Whatsapp and I can have a group of people outside of my yeshiva to be in my group. So that way I could still stay in my group doing things my way. Right? So like a told me, he says, I will for sure have good bais. For sure. Not even a question. I said, how do you know? He said, because I never fight with my roommates and with my friends and whatever. I'm very good with them. Everybody knows me. I'm a good guy. They're gonna get up by my shovel, because so i 'Cause I'm gonna say, "Wow, is it tadiq, Is it bakutov? yeah." So I told him that's true because you pick exactly who you want to be your friend for the amount of time you want to spend with them. The certain activity that you will do with them means one person you'll learn with, but you won't hang out with him at the pizza shop. Another guy you'll hang out with him at the pizza shop, but you won't learn with him. Each guy is a utility pole for what you need at that moment. And when you want your space, you tell everybody, go jump in the lake. Follow? And you don't expect from people to serve you or to live, listen to your will. So your expectations from them are smaller. Right? And their expectations from you is smaller. So everything worked out as a Bokhar Gevalde. It is a Madrega, but it's a very small Madrega, Very small. And then you go into a marriage and you find out that you have the worst Midas in the world. And then you go into a marriage and you realize that you are a big Balgaiva. Because you told your wife to do something for you. The Melech made a commandment. And he, the Tzivu HaMelech. And then the wife didn't listen to the Tzivu HaMelech. And you get very angry, and all of a sudden kas comes out of you. And you're wondering where this kas attack came from, because you didn't have kas when you were in the dormitory, when you asked your friend to do something, and he didn't do it, because when you asked him, you understood, B'Shaf that it's a voluntary thing, because people are not Meshubba to you. So, that was the Havona, when you asked him for the request. You follow? And then you find out about all the good middas you have, the the good you and ben adam So, but you never ever trained yourself to be breaking your own desires. You ask never trained yourself. So, but that's the world we live in. The philosophy is messed up. The derech is messed up. Everybody does what they want, what's good for them. But then they use the place for what's good for them, right? So let's say I have a bocha, right? So he understands that he can't learn in a shtiple by himself. He needs someone to give him a share. He needs someone to give him a mekoimus. He needs a chabruso. He needs a rabbi. He needs a ruach. He needs all that stuff, right? But all that stuff is him entitled to him. So today, he says, you know what? I need a vacation, I'll see you in a week, Rabbi. Very nice. Today the yeshiva could go on without me. But he doesn't realize that if the yeshiva doesn't have a ruach, if it doesn't have a system, then it won't be there for him either. So he asked a shibud to put himself to make the ruach. He doesn't care about the ruach. As long as the ruach is there for me when I need it, when I want it, a said beseder. It's like the minyan, you know. There has to be a minyan going so I could roll in a half hour late, 20 minutes late, because for me, you know, praying the whole prayer is like a little difficult for my ADD, you know. So, but there has to be a few from guys in the yeshiva who like to pray from the beginning to the end, otherwise, when I roll in 20 minutes late, it has to be rolling already. Do I have to shtel suit to make the minion and to make the ruch? Absolutely not. Who shtel suit to anything? And even the guys that are coming, it's not because they're stelling too; They're coming because they naturally like to sit in their seat and pray. So Baruch Hashem, out of 100 people, you'll get 10 people who naturally like to sit. So Mamela will have a minute, So then everybody can do whatever they want. That's this philosophy of this world. This world of the culture that we live in today is only So that's a problem so we're on the bottom, bottom, bottom of the ladder and we're trying to climb this ladder to go from the epitome of selflessness, selfishness to the epitome of selflessness for that you have to make work obviously you have to work only according to the abilities that you have to make the work and you can't take upon yourself things that are above your ability but we need to understand that the work has to be done. If the work cannot, is not done, then we can never be successful in Avoid as Hashem. Ever. And we can't be successful in Shalom Bayez. And we cannot be successful in Chinuch Abonim. We can't do it. It's not shy. And marriage is not supposed to be that we could get along without beating each other up and survive this, uh, partnership so our children can be semi-normal. That's not the point. The point is that there should be achdus and shalom, and the Shina should rest in the house. That's the point. For that you need tikkun big. For that you have to be able to have live for a higher purpose. So this is the work. The work that we have to make from the bottom step. Okay, we'll stop here for today. We have a big simcha this morning. We have the Haddad's with us. So let's start on time.